Hi, I'm Natalia Turfa, and this is The Uplift, a weekly devotional podcast for normal people who just need an extra boost. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Uplifters. Our verse this week is from Mark's Gospel, chapter 10, verses 13 through 15. People were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might bless them, and the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant, and he said to them, Let the children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. So this is part of our gospel text for this coming Sunday. In the last few weeks in church, we have heard story after story of Jesus giving children a place in the kingdom of God. Again and again in Mark's gospel, chapter 8, chapter 9, and 10, Jesus takes children out of the periphery and places them right in the middle of what God is doing. Now, it's easy to say that Jesus is making a statement using children as a sort of object lesson. I mean, children were, at that time, not seen or heard much, and they were definitely vulnerable and without power or status in that time and place. So, this verse that I read is from Mark's 10th chapter. And right before this moment in the 10th chapter, Jesus has done the same thing to the place of women who also had no voice or power, and again moves women from the periphery to the center of what God is doing. Jesus has just given a place of power and visibility and position to children and women. That is what has happened in Mark's gospel at this point. And we can read this text and all the ones that have come before this in Mark and think, you know, we don't really have these problems anymore. I mean, we love children. Sometimes we might even say we revere children today. They have a high value and a good place in our society. Some might even say the same thing about women. Women can do the same things as men these days. They're running businesses and governments and they have power and value in our society. So sometimes this text can seem like a sort of self-congratulatory, look how far we've come. Go Jesus, go us. Now pardon me as I climb up on my angry soapbox here, but there is something that needs to be said. This word from Jesus is still needed right now as is. See, we might value our children like the one that I have birthed, the one that you have or your friends have or your family has, but we don't value children. If we did, there wouldn't be more than 13,000, yes, that's right, 13,000 children in detention centers right now in this country. If we did value children, we wouldn't have moved 1,600 children to a less secure and less safe tent city in Torillo, Texas under the cover of darkness this week. 
if we did value children, we wouldn't make children as young as three years old defend themselves in immigration court. And don't even get me started on the place of women right now and how they're more often a side player in someone else's story rather than their own individual person with worth outside of their connection to men. There isn't a soapbox big enough for all that I have to say on that one. So as much, as much as I think we like to think we're doing things better than they did back when Jesus said this stuff, I don't actually think we're doing better at all. This word from Jesus reminding us of the place of children, reminding us over and over that how we welcome children, how we treat children is how we welcome and treat God, seems to have kind of become a thing we've decided doesn't apply anymore when the opposite is true. If how we treat children is how we are treating God, then God is in a tent city in Texas, and we have put God there, and we're all okay with it. If how we welcome children is how we welcome God, then I'm not sure God is welcome here. And there is no place, no place in all of scripture where God uses the pain of a woman as fodder for ridicule and belittlement. It is time for a reality check. And yes, I know that I'm coming across as angry because I am angry. This isn't about a political party or ideology. When we say we believe Jesus, that we follow Jesus, but then our actions as a country or as a group of human beings does not hold up this shared belovedness, we are the ones Jesus is speaking to. We are the ones Jesus is telling to stop focusing on the wrong things. We are the ones Jesus is calling to be better. And I know this isn't all that uplifting, and I apologize, but man, there are a lot of people in our world who need us to be better. So I'm sorry that this uplift is more angry than encouraging this week. And if you were hoping for a word of comfort or solace, I'm sorry that I didn't have it in me this week. Anger does have its place, and today it's here. (laughs) We've got some work to do, uplifters. This isn't a political issue. This is about following Jesus. This is where the rubber meets the road of who we say we follow and if we are actually doing it. See, God came and chose you and found you and then asks us to do the same for those on the outside. Jesus is always finding ways to take the people who are on the periphery and move them to the center and say, this is what the kingdom of God is like. And this is not a metaphor. Today, Jesus tells us, that how we treat children matters in the kingdom of God. How we treat children matters. And we are not treating children as if they matter. So uplifters, we've got some work to do. And I hope that you will join with me 
in making some of this work happen. The Uplift podcast you just heard represents a whole community of uplifters. People who are going through something difficult or have gone through something difficult, who needed something more than trite answers and cheesy cliches. This community now includes you. If you know someone who needs to hear something good today, please invite them into this little group of uplifters by passing it along. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for a weekly email or send me a note, check us out online at upliftlife.org. Lastly, a thank you to Nate Bergengren, who I am now bequeathing the title of podcast producer for his work getting these recordings out into the internet by way of magic. I don't actually know how it works. And also for composing the music you hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. He's the best. Thank you.